Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? And so again, the Holy Spirit is a person, an individual, an individual. John 15, 26, I want us to know this too, because everybody's about pronouns these days. We were talking before service about the woke culture. The woke culture, you know, I have many names for it. I'm just going to move on because I'd be here all day. But here's the thing about the woke culture, you know, and their pronouns. And they're even trying to feminize everything. They're trying to tear down the Godhead. They're trying to tear down anything that's godly and God's plan for the home and for the church. And, you know, and all of this stuff. Oh, tear down the patriarchy, all of this stuff. They even want to change who God is. And they want to feminize God. But God chose the personal pronouns he to describe himself. Every member of the Godhead. We know he is the Father. He is the Son. But what about the Holy Spirit? Well, let me show you what pronouns our God uses for his Holy Spirit. John 15, 26. But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. Now, if that's not enough for the critics, then let me just dive into this next passage. Look at this, John 16, 12 through 15. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. This is Jesus saying this to his disciples. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you, all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Now, I don't know how many times he was used. It was used a lot. You can count them later, but we know that the third person of the Godhead is described as he. He is a person The Holy Spirit. Now, one thing I want us to recognize is that triune nature of God. That's a beautiful mystery. The Godhead, three in one, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to stop, though, and I want to say this, because this is where one of the reasons for the Acts 19 ministry that Pastor Paul Berry um, has started is many churches and many believers start to dive into the Word, and, you know, with the Word, there's a danger of getting too fleshly, intellectualizing everything. And what happens is some, not all, they have replaced the third member of the Godhead. It's not Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's Father, Son, and Holy Bible. And here's the thing. I know that sounds a little, you know, a little strange, but the problem with that is this. God is who God is. And his word is a precious gift. It's not to be abused. And it's certainly not to replace any member of the Godhead. The three in one, the beautiful mystery. But what happens is when we intellectualize the word, we start to dissipate the spirit, the work of the spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit. And we get more on the side of, of intellectual and pursuits and things of the flesh. And then we minimize the third person of, of the Trinity. We minimize the work of the spirit. 
But at the same time, you can't blame some of those who don't believe in the gifts of the Spirit because they've rejected them, not only because of their own intellectual pursuits, but because of the horrible abuses on the other end of the spectrum. I've talked about it many times from this pulpit. You know, so-called Christian TV and some of the things on YouTube and some of the wacky, crazy stuff where they're rolling on the floor and barking like dogs and calling it God. And there's horrible abuses. And there's always going to be abuses, just so you know, either direction. But that's why many stay close to home. Because of the abuses they've seen. Because both are wrong. And you know, Pastor Chuck, and I, I've mentioned this before, but I just love this. You know, it's one of the things that really helped me in my walk early on. And he talked about how too much focus on the Holy Spirit, an unhealthy focus on the spiritual things, on the gifts of the Spirit, and neglecting the Word of God in exchange for too much of the Holy Spirit will puff you up. And in, in those movements, you see it. They think they're super Christians, many of them. They think they're somehow better than those who don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And there's even those who think that they no longer sin within some of those movements. You know, that, that they are no longer sinful. And again, it puffs them up. But then on the other end, those who just, you know, go after the intellectual pursuit, like me, it dries you up like beef jerky. You just, you don't have any of the spirit and you're dried up. And Pastor Chuck in his teaching, and I heard on the radio that really changed my, my outlook was this. He said, too much of that Holy Spirit and the focus, unhealthy focus will puff you up. Too much of the word without the spirit, without the balance of the Holy Spirit will dry you up. But the two together in balance will grow you up. And I went, oh, <laughs> spirit and truth. Both are true. But we never neglect the third person of the, of the Trinity. We never should replace him with anything else. He is God. He is God. And, you know, I just love this because, you know, here at Golgotha Fellowship, you know, we're, we're trying to hold to that balance. We want spirit and truth. We want to be led by his Holy Spirit, but we want to teach the word of God simply, 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 through the word of God, line by line, precept upon precept. Both are needed. Both are needed. You know, and if we stray away from one or the other, we find ourselves in trouble. We need the Word of God. It changes us. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It changes you from the inside out. But it's through the power of the Holy Spirit working in us and teaching us and bringing us into all truth. So we need both. But you know, that ministry of Acts 19, it's about getting back to the basics, getting back to the foundational understanding of what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is and why it's needed and why we're to seek it. But again, we also are to seek to remember the completeness of the Godhead Trinity. And I want to just touch on something else with this. You know, we believe in a God who is three, but he is one. It's a beautiful mystery, and it can't be understood this side of heaven. I don't care what anybody tells you. I don't care what clear definition they think they've written. You cannot understand God. <laughs> if you have a God so small that you can figure him out and you can put him on paper, that's not any God I want to worship. But at the same time, if you have a God so small that you can define him on paper, that you can figure him out, that there's no mystery this side of heaven, why would we ever want to bow in worship to that God? That's really just a God created in your own image, in the image of man. We have a God so profound, infinitely dimensional. Just think about that for a second. It'll make your brain hurt. He's infinitely dimensional and we want to define him in our, what, four dimensions, maybe? Some of us less, <laughs> especially as we get older. But that's the truth. We don't have a God so small that we can understand him completely. And I don't even know if we'll understand him that side of heaven. That's how amazing he is. 
But you know something about the Godhead is even in the Great Commission, we see the Godhead. Matthew 28, 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. There we see the beautiful picture of the Trinity. And we know they are equal in power and glory. They are one God, only one God, revealed in three persons. And you know, even the Jewish people, they will tell us, they will tell you and me, that we're polytheists, that we believe in multiple gods because we believe in the Godhead. But they don't even understand. You know, even in Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? Elohim, it's a plural singular. He created man in his own image. In his image, he, cre he created man. But it says, let us create man in our own image. Who's he talking to? Who could be his equal? And how about this? Shema. The Shema that the Jewish people pray every day. Deuteronomy 6. It says, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Erchad. And there's nobody in front, so I didn't spit on anybody. <laughs> Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. And yet they don't, you know, they say Adonai because they won't say the sacred name, the Tetragrammaton, you know, yud heh vav -Heh. It's pronounced Yehovah. It's not Jehovah. There's no J in Hebrew, but that's beside the point. But it's Yahavah. And really what they're saying there is Shema Yisrael, Yahavah Eloheinu, Yahavah Echad. It's three in one. They're declaring the oneness of God, and they don't realize they're proclaiming the three names. And it's, it's Yahavah, the holy sacred name, and Eloheinu, the singular plural. Every time they pray the Shema, they're praying the three, the one, the beautiful Godhead, the Trinity. But here's what I love. One day our Jewish brothers and sisters will recognize. They will recognize the one they have pierced. And they will, in that moment, all of Israel shall be saved during the tribulation. And we know it's quite a journey before that. And we were talking about that before service, and I, I love how the Holy Spirit works because they didn't know. We were talking about this before service, and they didn't know it was in my teaching today. But God is not done with Israel. He has a work for them, and he will complete it. But I love this too. You know, we understand that we can't have a clear definition, but to be described in this way, it's we believe that there is one living and true God eternally existing in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, equal in power and glory. This is the triune God who created all, upholds all, and governs all things. That's about as close as we can get. And when it comes to the Holy Spirit, it's the same thing, though. Any aspect, any, of, any one of the uh, Godhead, it's almost impossible to define. It is impossible to define. But the Holy Spirit is this. The Holy Spirit who came forth from the Father and the Son to convict the world of sin, righteousness and judgment, and to regenerate, sanctify, and empower for ministry all who believe in Christ. We believe the Holy Spirit indwells every believer in Jesus Christ, and he is an abiding helper, teacher, and guide. And so as we look today at the Holy Spirit who he is, I want us to recognize something. There are three key prepositions in the Greek language concerning the Holy Spirit. The first one is para. Para, which means to come alongside. The second is en, E-N, and it means what you think it means. The indwelling, be inside of every believer. But the last one is epi, and it means to be upon. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. 
For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.